0: Robert Whittaker versus Israel Adesanya Fight Prediction Dun dun dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube! Uh, slash for junkie, two thousand six, Bob and Knuckles twenty wins four losses of his twenty wins nine by KO TKO, five by sub six by decision of his four losses one by KO TKO, one by sub two by decision the last style bender seventeen and O of his seventeen wins thirteen by KO TKO, Four by decision. Currently, you have Adasanya as a slight, slight, slight favorite. Minus 115. Robert Whitaker coming back right around even. Minus 105. Depends on your book. Will go. Won't go. Five full rounds. Won't go. Minus 160. Will go. Plus 130. Fight is a draw. 80 to 1. Whitaker wins inside. Plus 220. Adesanya wins inside. Plus 216. Whitaker wins by decision, plus 340. Arasanya wins by decision, plus 270. Obviously, this is a much anticipated fight. You have two different opinions here. One is that Israel is just not ready, he hasn't faced the competition. Whitaker is coming off, you know, two big fights against Romero. Everybody's pretty much impressed with Romero at this stage of the game. And he's fought with injuries, he's overcome, he's proven, he's tough, he's durable. And the kid is just, he hasn't proven himself. He's coming off a a tough, tough fight with uh, Gastelum. And people point to this Gastelum fight over and over and over again. As proof that if Gastelum could get to him, Whitaker is going to as well. So those are things we need to touch on because this is what you're going to hear. This is what you're going to see. Everybody is going to talk about the Gastelum fight for for adesanya and then they're going to talk about the romero fights with whitaker the problem with comparing romero to adesanya is they're totally different fighters totally different styles totally different ages i mean there's not a lot you can compare when you're looking at the whitaker fight when you're looking at the gastelum fight i think there's far many more comparisons between robert whitaker and kelvin gastelum that you can compare so for me when you're looking at the romero fight yeah you could say he's tough he fought with the injury he was able to survive, survive romero but it's a totally different style because he was able to beat romero twice He was able to go five rounds. doesn't mean that he's going to be able to have the exact same success against Adesanya. In fact, I don't think Romero really prepares Whitaker well at all for Adesanya. On the flip side, I think Kelvin Gastelum prepared Adesanya perfectly for Robert Whitaker. In fact, in my opinion, Robert Whitaker and Kelvin Gastelum fight a lot alike. Obviously, you have the difference at Southpaw and Orthodox, but beyond that, they really do. If you look at them, and you look at the way, even stylistically, how they hold their hands, Kelvin Gastelum with the low lead hand, Robert Whitaker, low lead hand. You look at how really Gastelum likes to stay on the outside, and then pick his spots, To press forward, Robert Whittaker does the same thing. Here's one of the things that people point out in the Kelvin Gastelum fight with Israel. Is that he was able to press forward and get to Adesanya. That's true, but you have to break it down into when and where he did that. In reality, if you go back and watch that fight, he really only put face forward pressure on Israel in the fourth round. The fourth and fifth rounds. And in the fifth round, he got his ass lit up so in the fourth round is when he really started to put the pedal to the metal and go face first and try to get in the chest of israel one two and three he did it in spots and this is how robert whitaker traditionally fights he will fight on the outside he will move around and then he'll come in and press forward in spots this is exactly what kelvin gastelum did From rounds one to three. He had some success. But at the same time. He took a lot of abuse. In this type of style. Why? Because Adesanya is so confident in his striking ability. He does not care. He will not rush the pace he will not push the envelope if you want to stand on the outside with him he is perfectly fine with a slow methodical pace why because he believes he is a sniper he believes he can out snipe your ass on the outside and wear you down he's going to touch you and touch you and touch you until he tries to put your lights out this is what he did with Calvin. Were there spots where there's back and forth? Yes, 100%. Was that the most adversity we've seen in his MMA matches to this point? Yes, certainly. Did Kelvin have success in spots? 100%. But you have to look at the totality of the fight and what Israel was doing the entire time. That was an Israel Adesanya type of fight. It was basically a striking match. It was basically fought at distance. And he was able to fight when he wanted to fight and avoid the rushes with Calvin when he wanted to avoid him. Now obviously it's MMA. You do get hit. He wasn't able to do it perfectly. But in the sense of a game plan, I don't think they could have drawn it up any better. They had Calvin in a distance, in a range where Israel likes to fight. In the fourth round, when Kelvin had some, a good amount of success, he had to really walk through a lot of fire, guys. And that's the thing. Everybody's basing Robert Whitaker's toughness off the Romero fights. But these are totally different styles. Romero, first of all, doesn't throw a lot of punches. And second of all, he is a big, powerful, brute type of guy that's looking to rip your head off with every shot. Adesanya it's totally opposite. He will literally just touch you for five rounds. Because he's confident, at some point one of those touches, one of those touches will probably put you down. And if he puts you down, even then he doesn't go crazy. He still looks to pick his shots to finish you. This is the thing I said about Israel when he started his MMA career: is nine times out of ten he's going to have a huge striking advantage over everybody he faces. And I think that holds true against Kelvin Gastelum, and I think it holds true against Robert Whitaker. He is a specialist in what he does. That doesn't mean that you can't beat him. That you can't touch him. That you can't knock him out. Anybody's vulnerable. But what I'm saying is. The way that he fights. He is so comfortable. And has such a reflex based style. That until you see him age. And start to slow down. Or until you can take advantage of a key mistake. And I'll explain one of these key mistakes. It's not unique to Adesanya. But. Nine times out of ten, you're probably going to get outstruck on the feet. Calvin was able to have success because of his sheer grit, determination, and toughness. Most fighters, and maybe Bobby Knuckles, would have went out from the amount of punishment that he took. He barely survived the fifth round. That's another thing that's impressive about Israel, is that he was in his toughest fight and basically had 30 seconds, a minute away from stopping Kelvin Gastelum in the last round of the fifth round. That's impressive to me with a guy who really was unproven going into this and again was facing this toughest fight. The other thing, Israel's big mistake here, if you're talking about a key to beat him in striking, isn't really to outstrike him, it's to knock him out. There's a difference. You don't necessarily have to be winning the striking match. You don't necessarily have to be winning the fight. But what you have to do, you have to land on him. What, what is the mistake he makes? It's a simple mistake that almost all reflex-based athletes make. He pulls back with his hands down and his chin up. You're talking to Prime Roy Jones, Muhammad Ali, uh, Anderson Silva, Israel Adesanya. These guys that rely on this reflex-based type of fighting. Uh, Stephen Boy Wonder Thompson. These guys that do this get away with it until they don't. Because a lot of times they're making these guys miss by the hair of their freaking chin. And so if anything slows down. If your reflexes slow down. If your timing slows down. If your distance slows down. If you age at all. And you see that reflex-based style of fighting slow down a millimeter. Boom. All of a sudden. That hair is no longer there, and you see these guys getting caught. Also, it could just be a mistake. You could mistime it. You could think that you've got the distance correctly. He could throw a feint. He could make you move and then boom you get hit with this big bomb and you go out. We've seen it in uh, Adesanya's kickboxing career when he got knocked out it was because he was going backward pulling back. It's there it's available. It's going to be available there for every single fighter he faces until the end of time because this is the way that he fights and you're going to see it happen. You saw it happen with Anderson Silva. You saw it happen with Muhammad Ali. You saw it happen with Wonderboy thompson you saw it happen with roy jones jr it happens across all combat sports when you're talking about reflex based fighters that use their reflexes and natural instinct to dip and dodge and slip these punches by the hair of their chin and then all of a sudden boom it happens it will happen to adesanya i don't know if it's going to happen in the robert Whitaker fight or if it's going to be five years from now but it will happen it happens to all of them they miss time the, the reflex is slow and the next thing you know boom they get caught and when they get caught usually it's devastating because of the way that they're fighting the way they're pulling back the way that it's all based off reflexes. It's not really a technical style like you think a proper defensive technical uh style it's it's reflex based so if you mistime that or if your reflex is slow you pay a big price It will happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in this fight. I think Robert Whittaker, we're going to see a Kelvin Gastelum clone here. And I really do think that you're going to see Robert Whittaker move around from the outside. I think you're going to see him try to time the positions where he presses forward. And you might even see some wrestling. I see a lot of people saying, well, what if Bobby Knuckles throws in the wrestling? Well, Gastelum did and Israel survived it. In fact, he threw in a nice triangle that looked almost locked. He was able to uh, at least use that to to sweep Ga- Gastelum and get back to his feet. I don't really think it's as much of a threat as a lot of people do obviously Adesanya wants to keep it on the feet but he didn't look you know totally like a fish out of water on the ground against Gastelum I think Bobby Knuckles may have some success there but I don't necessarily think that's the the fight you know game changer there that if he can get him down then it's you know all rainbow and lollipops for Whitaker I just don't see that I think it's going to be difficult no matter what I don't think Adesanya is going to just roll over if they hit on the mat so that's one thing I think a lot of people are putting Maybe too much stock in. I don't think it's going to be as big of an issue as people think. The other thing is the punching power. A lot of people were saying, "Well, if Gastelum, if Gastelum, if Gastelum could touch him, then what happens when when Whitaker does?" Really, guys, he's got nine KOs out of twenty wins. He's got six decisions. His decisions and KO are very, very close. But even if you say he's got tremendous power, well, Gastelum can crack too. And he was throwing, he was throwing some thunder, and Israel was able to survive it. Did he get hurt? Did he get wobbled? Was he busted up? His lip, he got swelled up. Yes, 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 it's a fight, but he was able to survive it. That's the point. It's not like he just got hit on the chin and went to sleep. And like I said, I pointed out that that's a vulnerability for him pulling back and getting hit. And you saw some of that in the gasoline fight, but he was able to survive it. That's the thing. If you're able to catch him, you need to take advantage of it because, like I said, nine times out of ten, he's going to be beating you on the feet. So when those rare opportunities come where he mistimes something, then you better damn well hope that your power is full 100% boom. Right on the chin, and you can finish the fight. Because if you don't, he's already proven that he's able to come. He's uh, able to overcome adversity, and he's able to keep touching you. His stamina looked good in the Gastelum fight, and obviously his precision and timing and accuracy, everything was on point, including until the last round. Go back and watch that fight, guys. Before you think Robert Whitaker can just walk through those same type of punches that Calvin Gastelum did, I think most fighters are laid out in that fight especially in the fifth round but even if you're looking at early one two three four and five israel really landed a lot of punches i mean that spinning back elbow would knock out 99.99 percent of every single fighter that israel adesanya ever fights in his career how gasloom took that shot went down and got back i mean it's a it's stunning Gastelum's chin truly is out of this world. We've seen Bobby Knuckles for all the talk about how tough he is, and he is. For all the talk about how he's you know fought four rounds with an injury against Romero, and he did. We've seen what a sharp-shooting sniper can do to him. And Wonder Boy Thompson now granted, people are in you know it was a long time ago, different weight, all this, one hundred percent. But stylistically, Wonder Boy is far closer to Adesanya. Than Ro- than Romero is so if you're gonna look at how did he deal with a sniper not very well he basically got caught with a shot went down and Wonder Boy finished him this is what Israel is going to try to do it doesn't matter if it's the first round or the fifth round he's going to look to snipe from the outside. Another important factor that is being totally dismissed, not even talked about. I haven't heard very, very, very few people, even on the people that like Adesanya, point this out, and especially the people that are backing Whitaker, they haven't touched on the subject. He's been out of action. Now, it's not just he's been out of action to be out of action, can't get fights or whatnot. He hasn't fought since, I believe it was June of 2018. What is that? 16 months? Something like 16 months out of the octagon since since he last fought. And I'm sure everybody knows why he was out. Well, he had some abdomen trouble. They're talking about his bowels and intestines were poking through a hole? I, I mean, like this was a could put be a potentially life-threatening matter if he had been fighting and that happened? I mean, that's some serious shit. And he's coming back. Off of that injury. He's had injuries in the past. But he's coming off that injury. That layoff. And he's fighting a guy. In my opinion. That stylistically. Would probably give him trouble. If he wasn't coming off an injury. If he wasn't coming off a layoff. Just stylistically. Being the better. More precise striker. He would probably give Whitaker trouble. And then when you factor that in. And then. Israel loves. The right kick. Or the rear kick to the body he throws it to the head all the time as well but man he will chew your body up with that kick he also throws the knee to the body that is very very dangerous for bobby knuckles if everything hasn't healed right and it's 100% how it should be in that stomach area because israel throws that all of the time anyway so if he thinks or gets a reaction Out of Bobby Knuckles to that body, in my opinion, he's either going to try to take you out with it or he's going to set you up for a gigantic head kick. And that goes right back to Robert Whitaker leaving that lead hand down by his damn knee. That is very... Very dangerous. Does a Whitaker have speed? Does he have reflexes? Yes. I just, I'm not sure they're on the same level as Israel. And if you play that game, especially from the outside, with your hands down and play a reflex-based game with uh, with uh, Adesanya, it's very, very dangerous. This is exactly what Kelvin Gastelum did. He did it for the entire fight, hands down, relying on some slick head movement and your toughness. And he took an absolute beating. Everybody points out how well he did. And I think a lot of that is because they didn't expect him to do as well as what he did. Going into that fight, I thought a a good wrestler that had a punching power was a very difficult stylistic matchup for Adesanya and it was you can see that was his toughest fight but again in the end what matters is that he was able to come through and win and if you look at it, look at it really closely and start breaking down round by round you can see Israel had a ton of success in that fight granted it was his most his most difficult fight but he really put a hurting on Kelvin Gastelum and i'm not sure being out 16 months that and with an injury That Bobby Knuckles is going to be able to absorb that type of punishment if it's a similar type of fight. And he fights a similar type of style that Kelvin does, which naturally I think he does. I don't think this is a, I'm going to fight a Kelvin Gastelum style fight because it's Israel Adesanya. In my opinion, Robert Whitaker generally fights similar to Kelvin Gastelum that's why I'm expecting a similar style when he gets in there with Adesanya the hands down the move around I'll pick my shots I'll come forward I'll walk through hell but he doesn't do it like a Julio Cesar Chavez he doesn't even do it like Gasloom did in the fourth round he picks his places he picks his shots and he moves around he likes to use the jab he likes to use some footwork even in his uh, training videos you see that's like he's he's using the speed using the jab lead low hand and you know, moving around. Man, that's a dangerous game to play against Adesanya because you're at his distance. Even if you're able to touch him, you better be able to beat him that way because he's perfectly fine fighting the entire fight as a striking match in the distance, in the range that he likes because he believes his timing and accuracy is going to win out. So you're swinging, you're moving, whatever. He'll just keep touching you. A little touch here, a little touch there. And that's what you saw in the Kelvin Gastelum fight. He was just basically touching, touching, touching. Touching and then you can see in spots, all of a sudden those touches come a little bit harder, they come a little bit faster. All of a sudden, now it's knees and elbows. Where before he's very basic. Just touch, touch, touch. Then all of a sudden he'll open up. Rat ta 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 rat. Because once he gets that timing down. Once he understands the distance at which you're going to fight, he starts to open up a can of whoop-ass on you. So don't think because the first round or the second round, things are just, you know, back and forth. Nobody's really taking, he, he's setting it up. That's why I said his fight IQ for what he does as a specialist is extremely, extremely high. And it's going to be difficult for most MMA type of strikers to be able to match that. It's the same thing when you talk about specialists on the ground. You know, it's very difficult for a non-wrestler all of a sudden to compete and even be a wrestler. They have a very difficult time. It's just not natural. These guys have been doing it, you know, since they were kids. It's very difficult to make up that type of ground. And I think that's what you're seeing with uh, Israel and MMA. Even Gasolum, who had some success, really, guys, he took an ass-whooping. I mean, he really did take an ass-whooping. It is kudos to that guy because, again, I don't believe most people, including Bobby Knuckles, is going to be able to do that. I can't stress enough that... That If you like Bobby Knuckles, I understand it. You look at the competition and you look at the record, right? And you look at, you know, what he's went through and who he's fought and how he's fought them and going five rounds with Romero twice. I get all that. But styles make fights. Another thing is people don't like Israel outside the ring. I get that as well. You know, but when you're betting, you can't factor that in. You've got to take the emotion out of it. For me, it's breaking down the style. Is uh, Israel's style going to give the champion Bobby Knuckles issues? And I call him the champion, obviously, because he hasn't lost the belt. I think it's going to give him issues, I think, on... Uh, Whitaker's best day gives him issues simply because I think technically he has some flaws and when you're facing Israel, you don't want to have those flaws because then you're going to be relying on reflexes and toughness and he will put it to the test. Unless Whitaker just caught him cold, the odds are Adesanya is going to put him to a test he's gonna say let's see if your lead hand you know drop down to your knee if your head movement's good enough let's see if your chin is good enough to take these touches it may be for the first round it may be for the second round it may be for the third round but he will do it for 25 minutes if they fought 10 rounds he would just keep doing it his strategy doesn't really change much he sticks to what he knows he tries to break you down, and he figures over the course of a five-round fight, he's going to come out ahead. Obviously, he's trying to knock you out. And like I said, if you look at the way that he fights, there's different speeds. I talk about this in boxing all the time. You throw off-speed stuff to set your guys up, and he does this. So a lot of times, he'll just come out and touch, and it's really soft. You know, soft as far as what he can do. It's really soft. It's really just it's it's getting that timing down. It's getting that distance. Down. It's getting the reaction down to see what his opponent's going to do. And as soon as he thinks he's got a beat on you, all of a sudden he starts throwing the heat. Go back and watch the Gastelum fight. He did the exact same thing with him. And sometimes he does it in between rounds. So sometimes within a round, you see soft, 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 and then all of a sudden he'll explode. Soft, 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 and then he'll explode. It's because he's gauging that reaction. He's seeing if his opponent is breaking down. And you saw as Gastelum slowed down. As he started to absorb more punishment, Israel came on because it's a risk versus reward thing for these guys. Their fight IQ is very high, but they're not willing to step out of themselves unless they have to. He's not going to go overboard and risk being caught in an exchange unless he thinks his opponent is so severely degraded that the uh, the odds of him getting caught in exchange are very slim. Then that's when he starts to open up. So obviously, when you're looking at this fight, we got to talk odds. Whitaker opened as a favorite right around minus 150. The the odds change here has been crazy because everybody's been talking about all the money that came in on Israel. He opened right around a 120-ish dog and now at some books he's the favorite with Whitaker coming back around even. If you see most people on social media, they think it's crazy. They think Bobby Knuckles, especially that even is the play. Like I said, you can point out some significant things that you like about uh, Whitaker here and say in my opinion you know Adasanya just isn't ready I think that's the biggest argument people make is that he hasn't faced the correct competition you know to prepare him for a guy like Whitaker but really I I have to disagree here guys simply because of the way he performed against Gastelum I know people will probably say you're crazy that was his toughest fight Yes, but you have to break it down minute by minute, round by round. There were times where it was tough for him, but in the end, he got the win. He's very close to getting the stoppage, and over the course of the fight, he really dominated and dished out a lot of to Gastelum that I don't think a lot of Fighters, including Whitaker, would be able to absorb, especially over 25 minutes. You're talking a five-round fight here. The other thing is the fight doesn't go to a decision. got some good money. It opened up right around minus 120 even, depending on your buck, and then it quickly started dropping minus 160, 210, and it's been kind of up and down, up and down. It's sitting right around minus 160 right now. On the surface, when you're looking at this, you will go, well, Israel can't stop him, right? Uh, I think he's got one stoppage in his last four fights. And on paper, I would say, you know, he probably is, he's a different type of structure. I won't call him a more powerful, but he's different because he takes some time. And that's the thing with Israel is he doesn't, he doesn't rush himself. And that's difficult when you're talking about over-unders here because he's content with going five if you're able to absorb. He's going to try for the finish if it's there, but he doesn't go crazy even when he hurts you. You saw that in the loom fight. He's always looking to make sure that the risk versus reward is in his favor. So that can be difficult when you're looking at him because he has the opportunity to snipe you from the outside and just finish you. And he also has the opportunity to just touch you for five rounds and win on the cards. So I know most people don't think if Israel wins, he's probably going to win inside. I have to disagree with a little bit only because, like I said, the injury, the body kicks, that could be a huge, huge factor that a lot of people are not pointing out. A lot of people don't think it's going to be an issue. I think it could be a potential fight-changing issue, in my opinion. He throws really good body kicks anyway. If your body isn't right, you don't want to take those kicks. Trust me. When you're looking at the props, obviously you have Whitaker wins inside at 220 and then Whitaker wins by decision at 340. The fight is in Australia, so you'd have to think that would favor Robert Whitaker if it went to the cards, but you have to also look at the stylistic matchup and say how would it get there, and would Whitaker be able to do enough to win a fight on the cards like that. Well it would be in my opinion a similar fight to Gastelum. I think for Whitaker to win that fight on points. He's going to have to walk through fire. He's going to have to have similar to success to what Gastelum did. And he's going to have to show that same type of durability. Now Israel was able to win that fight uh, on points. But it was in Australia. So if it was a similar type of fight. Uh, If he was able to do the things that Gasolume was able to do. Or maybe even better. But more importantly absorb the strikes at least as well as Gasolume did. Then I guess you could make a case that he could pull out something on the cards. Some people will point to the grappling aspect. Again I just don't put as much weight to it as a lot of people do. Simply because I was impressed with the way he was able to either stuff Gasolume. Or threaten with a submission and use that to get back to his feet. So I think he would do similar to Robert Whitaker if it hits the ground. Um, Whitaker wins inside. To me, that probably makes more sense simply because we pointed out that Adasanya is vulnerable in certain spots. And we know that Whitaker is going to be looking to land on the feet, in certain spots. He's not going to be looking to do this face-first thing. I don't want to disappoint a lot of people that think that he's going to come out And just bull rush Adesanya for 5 rounds. I don't think that's going to happen. I really do believe he's going to fight like Gastelum. He's going to move around. He's going to pick his shots. And he's going to try to land something big on Adesanya. Either coming forward or pulling out. That's what Gastelum did. He did it effectively sometimes. But obviously not effective enough. Because he wasn't able to finish it. And he ended up losing the fight. And almost getting stopped. But I think if you're betting on Whitaker. That's what you have to expect. Don't expect a different type of Robert Whitaker. Even if Whitaker decides to go to his wrestling, which he normally doesn't do, you have to look at the fact I think Adesanya has like a 90% takedown defense. And then, he also, he wasn't inept on the ground. So, I just don't want people putting too much stock into Whitaker, just steamrolling Adesanya on the ground. Because, in my opinion, that's probably not the case. Of course, it's an MMA fight. You want to mix stuff up. I think Whitaker will probably do everything in his arsenal. I think he's going to have to use everything in his arsenal. So, grappling and takedowns will probably be a part of the game. But, Adesanya is prepared for that. He's a striker coming into MMA. This is what he knows that most people are going to try. try to do to him and in Kelvin Gastelum you saw how he was able to effectively negate most of the wrestling and grappling of Gastelum and when he wasn't able to totally just you know shut it down he was efficient he was proficient he was able to get the fight back to where he wanted to be and I think that's the exact same game plan he has against Robert Whitaker as far as Adesanya goes, again, we talked about how most people wouldn't think that Adesanya wins inside but if you look at his inside um, his inside and decision numbers Adesanya wins by decision is plus 270 and Adesanya wins inside is actually plus 216 that kind of goes against what it seems to be the consensus of what most people think would happen but I think Adesanya has an opportunity to stop Whitaker here simply because we've seen the similar style in Wonderboy do it catch him from the outside and then finish him as he crumbles to the ground and again going right back to that injury I'm not a hundred percent certain that Whitaker is 100 percent coming into this fight that he is going to be able to absorb the strikes that Adesanya is going to throw to his body and absorb them like he would prior to the injury and nobody knows. Listen this is his first fight back from that so you can assume but you are not going to know until he takes that body kick until he gets hit with a knee right in the solar plexus. We're not going to know. He could just instantly crumble you saw that when Brock Lesnar had those issues with his gut health and he just couldn't absorb a body shot man I mean you hit him to the body boom he just felt like a ton of bricks I'm not saying that's going to happen 100% with Whitaker the first time he gets hit there but the body is a big play for Adesanya anyway so even if Whitaker was 100% that low lead hand is going to be dangerous because a lot of times Adesanya will throw head kick, head kick, head kick, body kick, body kick, body kick, right? He's setting you up. He's just setting you up to see where you're going to place that hand and then he comes with a big knockout head kick. He did that with Gastelum the entire fight. Gastelum was very good in protecting his head. But if you make a single solitary mistake with that right kick coming to your face, that's going to be good night. So that's dangerous for Robert Whitaker, not to mention... The whole, I'm going to box out Sanya from the outside like Gastelum did. I'm going to move around. I'm going to try to draw him in and then hit him as he comes in. I understand the game plan. It's great on paper. Because you're trying to catch, you know, the striker in a vulnerable position. As he's coming in, he's not expecting you to counter, right? He's expecting if you're going to strike with him, you're going to try to get on his chest and make him uncomfortable. So there are opportunities there. But damn, it's dangerous because this is Adesanya's playground. Anything in that distance where you're giving him distance, he has a height and reach. He usually does. Anytime you're playing in that range, it's very dangerous because he's so comfortable there. Now, there are opportunities, and we talked about it. And Robert Whitaker is talented enough that he's going to be able to take advantage of those situations at some time. Some points in the round, some point in the fight, he'll be able to hit Adesanya. The question is, is it a big enough thunder that it takes Adesanya completely out of his game plan or puts him out? Or does Adesanya absorb it like he did with Gastelum? overcome and just continue to do the game plan of beat on you, beat on you, beat on you until your body gives out or it's five rounds and he's one on the cards. I think the game plan's... I think the style matchup, I think it really does favor Adesanya because he's coming off the fight with Gastelum. Not because he's just so much, you know, far and head and shoulders above Whitaker in every area and it's an easy fight for him. And None of that. I'm just saying the recent fights, he's more prepared coming off the Gastelum fight to face Robert Whitaker than Whitaker is 16 months ago. Facing Yoel Romero, who's a totally different style than Israel Adesanya. I could see why the money came in on Israel. If everything was equal, everything between these two, you could not find a sliver of a difference. Then you would have to factor in the injury, which is significant, guys. This is not like, you know, a hangnail. You would have to factor in the injury. And you would have to factor in the layoff. So if you're betting Robert Whitaker, or you like him now at even, or you got him early at minus one fifty, or you think he, you know, he's just going to be able to catch Adesanya and knock him out, all of that is possible. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you need to break that down and realize that stylistically, Adesanya is going to be difficult for most MMA fighters. Now you could say Robert Whitaker is better than most MMA fighters and that's fine I have no problem with that whatsoever but then you also have to factor in the strengths of Adesanya versus the weaknesses of Whitaker and realize that Whitaker opens himself up in a striking match more often than not it's just more times he's the better striker I don't think he's the better outside striker here That doesn't mean that he can't catch Adesanya. That doesn't mean there's not going to be opportunities. I'm just saying over the course of a five-round fight, if you put them in a stand-up match at the range and distance that Adesanya wants, you would tend to favor Adesanya. And I think when you factor in the injury, the layoff, and then you look at how they were prepared in their last couple of fights, who they fought... I can see why the money came in and Adesanya because in actuality, I'm leaning towards him as well. I think stylistically he matches up well with Whitaker on his best day. Simply because I think Whitaker makes fundamental striking mistakes. But then when you factor in the injury and the way that Adesanya goes to that body, I really would not be surprised to see some type of body kick or a knee or something like that that really changed the course of the fight or maybe even ended it in all honesty i get why people like whitaker at even money i just think the young kid may be catching robert whitaker at the exact right time that he needs to become the real champion that's it for this episode of fight junkie i will suck it to you tomorrow baby fight junkie out